Uh, before we get started with today's show, uh, let me talk to you about your hair. When you go to sleep at the end of the day, uh, you want to be counting, I don't know, sheep, maybe not how many hairs you found on the hairbrush in the morning. Nobody likes the idea of losing their hair, uh, but in the past, you kind of just had to deal with it. It's, it's male pattern baldness. That was the end of it, the end of your days. Uh, but now there is a, a real difference, and you can do something to stop this process. If you go to keeps.com, Keeps offers doctor-recommended, FDA-approved hair treatment, and it has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. And because they use the generic versions, uh, you only pay about half the cost, and you do everything online. So you answer a few questions, snap a couple pictures of your hair, and a licensed doctor will review your information and recommend the right hair loss treatment for you. And then it's shipped right to your door. If you have any questions along the way, you can message your Keeps doctor 24-7 and track your progress. Get started with a special discount now, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash save. Get 50% off your first order. It's keeps.com slash save. Keeps.com slash save. First show of 2022 starts in just a second. And welcome to a new year and a new attitude. If one thing has been proven to me in the last couple of weeks, it is that we are now verifiably right and they are wrong. It's time for us to stand up straight and wave the banner of truth for all to see. We begin in 60 seconds. First, how was your night's sleep? Is it good? Did you wake up in this this morning feeling like you didn't get any rest at all? Uh, my pillow is uh, from Mike Lindell, and it changes your sleep. It is so comfortable, and you just punch your fist through it once, and it holds its shape all night. I don't know how it does it, but it does. It stays cool throughout the night. It's great. And for a limited time, Mike is offering my pillows, the ones that started it all, for the lowest price yet. Get a standard my pillow for 19.98, originally almost 70 bucks. Now's the time to buy. Along with the lowest price offer, Mike is extending his money back guarantee until March 1st. So go to mypillow.com, click on radio listener specials and get the amazing offer. It's promo code BECK. 800-966-3117 for these great radio specials from MyPillow.com <sighs> Well, welcome back. We're uh, glad you're here. Hello, Stu. Hello, Glenn. Happy 2022. Thank you very much. Oh, it's been great so far. <laughs> so far, yes. it's been great. So let's just keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> you know, the one thing, um, because I, I left the country, I went to uh, Mexico uh, for uh, vacation. And uh, the one thing I noticed is the absolute inconsistency uh, 
of uh, the coronavirus and that even people who don't speak English or live in America are done with this. Also, um, hippies, because we went to uh, uh, Baja, California, you know, the uh, mm-hmm. Los Cabos area, and the hippies are everywhere. They're everywhere. And uh, one person, we were going into a grocery store, and it wasn't, a, a, you know, it was... It was a Mexican grocery store, okay, mm-hmm. when we were not on the beaten path. And one of the grocery stores had dirt floors. The other grocery store had a floor. So we went to that one. And uh, the lady was standing outside, some hippie from uh, California. She was like, if you can afford to go to that store, you can afford to wear a mask. And she wasn't wearing a mask. And... Um, <laughs> I just said, yeah, that's right, lady. Keep it up. All right. Uh, it's just, I mean, here's, I'm going to make some predictions next hour. Here's the first one. COVID is over. COVID is over. And I would like to uh, add to that. Unfortunately, it's taking science and medicine down with it. Doctors, you have a long, long road ahead of you to repair your credibility. Scientists, the same thing. What happened over the weekend, I don't know if you noticed this, uh, Ben Shapiro has just made a long list of everything that they've come out now and said. Uh, just, over the, just over the weekend, for instance, Joe Biden going, ah, you know what? This can't be solved uh, federal, uh, by the federal government. No, really? Cloth masks are now stated to be ineffective against Omicron. That's from CNN. Hmm. Okay, so why are we wearing masks? The vaccinated can spread and get COVID. Right, we've known that for a while. Death rate is comparable to the flu. That's according to Chris Hayes, but I don't even think that's true, is it? I mean, it's in the neighborhood, but it's worse than the flu. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly right now killing a lot more people than the flu still, even though it does seem to be less virulent than previous strains. Correct. Many people are entering hospitals with COVID, not from COVID. This is coming from Fauci. Yeah. He's like, kids are are going in with a broken leg, and then they're there at the hospital, and they get COVID, and they're tested for it. And that's not why they went into the hospital, but we tested them, and they had it. Oh, okay. Well, that's different, isn't it? When you say all these people are in the hospital for COVID, no, no. Like we have said the entire time, there are people in the hospital with COVID and other things. Natural immunity is a reason Omicron has been, uh, hasn't been as virulent. This is coming from Fauci. Wait a minute. Natural immunity? That's new. We have to take into account societal needs, not just spread prevention. This from the CDC. Asymptomatic uh, uh, people should not be tested. We should focus on hospitalizations and deaths, not case rate. Biden. Why, Why would he say that? Why would he say that? He heard a, a show of yours from June 2020, something like that. <laughs> possible. Maybe he just happened to tune in. Children are not at risk and schools should remain open. 
COVID is predominantly an illness affecting the immunocompromised and elderly, and we should not shut down society. Wow. Now, I don't know about you, but I've known all of these things. We've said all of these things. Now, I don't know what their their motivation is for now coming out and saying it. Maybe they're seeing the people saying, I don't believe you anymore or I'm not going to do what you tell me to do. Um, I don't know what it is, but now they're starting to say the things that we have said the whole time. I'm going to show you uh, in the next half hour, there are some things that were clearly marked as conspiracy theories that now we know are not conspiracy theories. And they're pretty remarkable. UFOs, one of them. That is a remarkable thing. And nobody has really talked about it. I was talking to some Americans down in Mexico and they said, what's the biggest, what's the biggest story? And I said, outside of, you know, communism taking over the world uh, in a new authoritarian, you know, great reset by my book. Uh, <laughs> the biggest story is probably the one that nobody knows about. And that is that the Pentagon has come out and said, yeah, there are some sort of UFOs that are real. We don't think they uh, they are using technology from the Earth. and we have some of this technology and we're trying to reverse engineer it. That's kind of a big deal. That's a conspiracy theory that everybody was ruined for. If you said, no, really anal probe. Well, it looks like it's not quite the conspiracy theory. There are several things like this. And this is destroying the credibility of those who have been saying science, science, science. Yes, we've been saying science, too. We've just been saying all of the things that you just now admitted. Here's the problem. Where do I go to get my reputation back? Where do you go to get your reputation back? You've been labeled a conspiracy theory. You as theorist, you have been labeled a nut job. Your family or members of your family may hate you because you've been telling them these things. The very things that Fauci, Biden and the CDC have come out with in the last two weeks. You've been saying these things and you've been the bad guy. You were the ones that were supposed to be swept up off the streets. Maybe we should put them in a camp. Maybe there should be some re-education for some of these deniers of science. Well, it looks like you might have been the denier of science. Because now scientists are saying what we've been saying the whole time. So let me ask you a question. I know the question. I what, know you so well. What percentage of our focus? Okay, you get to split them. 100% to split either way. What percentage of our focus should be spent on the fact that we got a lot of these things right before and they didn't agree with us and we're pissed off that uh, they didn't agree with us then and that they were smashing reputations and doing all these things and that's a completely legitimate thing to focus on and the other side of it mm -hmm. which is we should be happy 
that they're now, now they're it. admitting the things that we have so been saying the it's whole time. Kind of, it's a little more nuanced than that, mm-hmm. because um, if they were saying, and you know what? We were wrong. I mean, a lot of those people that we were saying, you know, are right. should be pariahs in society that should be swept away and killed, um, you know, or just not served food or medicine. Um, those people seem to be right, though. They were right, right. about a lot of things. If that they should would be say, part of this. That should be yes. part of it. OK, <laughs> yeah. it's not. Mm-hmm. So it's very important for us early on. To make sure that you know you were right and they were wrong mm-hmm. because they're trying to hold on to their position of authority and they have nothing to stand on. I mean, it's honestly and uh, somebody should ask this question of Joe Biden. Joe, you said you were going to shut down the coronavirus. You were going to shut it down now a year in. You have more deaths on your hands than Donald Trump did when we didn't even know what it was. So what's the deal there? How did you not shut it down? And could we get an apology from you? Say, you know what? I thought this was something that we were dealing with that we could. And now we can't. And when I, you know, said over the summer, these people, my temper is uh, very short on these people that won't get the vaccines. Will you apologize? The answer is no. The answer is no. There was a moment back, and I think it was one of the debates, where he said anyone with this many deaths should not be allowed to be president. Should he be president? Should Joe Biden be president? I mean, I think my answer is pretty clear on this one, but I don't know what Joe's answer would be. (laughs) He's the one that set the standard. And where does that standard lead you? It leads you to believe that he should not be, quote unquote, allowed to be president. Now, that's a completely ridiculous thing. And this is the problem. And this is where I think the frustration comes from. At the time, it was clear to literally everyone that the president doesn't have any ability to, quote, shut down the virus. You can do things that can help, but that is not a decision a president makes. And because... The, the the left and the media and, of course, the Democratic Party wanted you to believe that Donald Trump didn't care about people dying. They wanted you to believe that all he had to do was flip the switch and he wouldn't flip the switch because he didn't care. He wanted people to die. He was callous and he didn't care about anyone and he wanted people to die. He wasn't being responsible. That's why you need a new president, because that was the argument they all adopted at the time and all wanted Correct. those outcomes. Correct. They ignored the fact that it was completely ridiculous to say that a president can come in and shut down the virus. That is not a thing. And they didn't acknowledged at the time because they wanted the result they they got the result and mm -hmm. they never come back and address that they were wrong then and so they can't address it now and this Mm -hmm. is why it's important to uh, to uh point this out and arm you with the facts that you already know you were right they now have as much as admitted that they were wrong all they did is just change everything over the holiday oh yeah you know 10 days yeah probably five days is good yeah, you know, we're just looking at five days instead of 10 days. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we told you that that was a completely arbitrary number. Thank you for confirming that. By the way, if you think this is going to be wiped out by isolation, can you think of anyone more isolated than the people 
who are working at the uh, the science stations in Antarctica. (laughs) All of them have Omicron. Now, how'd that happen? Those damn penguins wouldn't wear masks. (laughs) This is the and here's the good news. It's everywhere. The next couple of weeks are probably going to be the worst couple of weeks that we have seen from Omicron. But the good news is it looks like this is now going to wipe out. This will be the dominant variant, which means, yes, we're going to. Oh, I, I, I about exploded when I heard this when I came back. I turned all news off while mm-hmm. I was gone. Uh, when I came back, I did. <laughs> A recap, and I was I was just in my office going, you've got to, are you? <sighs> They're now saying, you know what? It's probably going to be more like the flu, and we're just going to have to live with it. <laughs> really? Really? Because that's what wow. I said in 2019. <laughs> uh, so the good news is, it looks like it is the dominant variant. It looks like this is going to wipe out the other variants. And we'll be able to move on with our lives. Now, they're not going to be able to until they have the next puzzle piece in place. And in hour three today, I'm going to show you. You remember that? Remember this? This happened coincidentally uh, right after in November, the world leaders all got together and said, what would we do if we had a pandemic of a coronavirus? And they came up with shut everything down, stop the economies, et cetera, et cetera. They've just done another war game. What would we do if the world went into economic collapse? I'll give you their answers. It's going to surprise you. I'll give you their answers in hour number three. As soon as coronavirus is done, we're going to be looking at another emergency. And that emergency it is going to be a collapsing economies, and they're the only one. Are you a? Are you an economic professor? Or, because if you're not, you should shut your pie hole. You won't have any reason to speak. Let the experts deal with it, or not. Maybe it's time we just uh, plant our flag and stand up straight. Stand up! And. Uh, do what we know is right. Rough greens. The problem with dry kibble food that you buy, it has to be able to sit on a shelf at a big box store for two to three years. That's a government standard. Uh, what happens if nobody buys the dog food for three years? It's still got to be good. Oh, wow. So how do they achieve that? They bake out anything that is alive, anything that is nutritious in there. To accomplish it, the manufacturers sterilize, kills anything alive in your pet's food. And the problem with this is in the in the process, it kills all of the good stuff your dog needs as well. Things like probiotics and enzymes, natural vitamins, healthy microbacteria. Those things are important to you and they're important to your dog. So you want your dog to have a healthier life. Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love this and it's good for them. They have a special deal for you. Go to roughgreens.com slash back. They're going to give you the first bag free. 
All you pay for is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Tell them that I sent you. You'll get the first bag free. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. So how was your vacation? It was great. It was great. Good for you. It was a, I did the same thing you did, which was to try to remain away from the news as much as possible. Oh. And I've realized that that sometimes feels pretty good. You know, you don't feel oh. every... Feels pretty great. Uh, it doesn't feel like it's the world is ripping you apart constantly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is nice. Mm-hmm. Though, of course, you have to remain, you know, to stand up, you have to re- remain informed, informed, which is a bummer. It's really, yeah, <laughs> it's a really delicate balance, yeah. you know? Um, you know, listening to our podcast, uh, is, is probably a good thing. Uh, and then, you know, listening to something happy, uh, would also be a good thing. Not that we're not happy, but we're, we're going to tell you the truth. And this year we're going to try really hard to stay away from the things like Stu just brought up. How much of this should we be celebrating that they're now saying it's a good thing? Well, a lot of it we should. That should be the message. Hey, this thing is almost over and they're starting to admit it. And that's a good thing. However, we have to bring you the other side that I don't trust them. Yeah, that they would have come to this on their own. I don't know what's changed from that for them. Uh, But uh, it's a it's a total scam. And I'll tell you, it's a total scam because my my nephew was in a 10-day, uh, uh, you know, hot box down in Mexico because he also went to Mexico. They He got a, uh, a positive test, and so they put him in, like, this really lousy hotel without room service and said, you have to stay there for 10 days and put a guard at his door. He's like, how, how do I... How do I eat? Eat. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll have to bring some... Have somebody bring it to you. I don't, I don't know anybody here. What do you... <laughs> they all went home. I, on the other hand, uh, got tested, had all the paperwork. No one asked me for any of the paperwork. Mm. Didn't ask me word one about the paper. If it really was this horrible, monstrous thing... How come one's in a hotbox jail and the other one's not even asked about it? The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Okay, as you see, this year is going to be big on the game plan of the elites in Davos and the Great Reset. And you're going to see more and more problems with the economy on a large scale. You need to be ready and batten down the hatches. Right now, lower rates and shorter terms are available and even debt consolidation at American Financing. They will help you save a ton of money. Imagine saving $300 every single month or as much as $1,000 Every single month, it's happening to tons of our listeners right now that are calling American Financing or have called. Please get this while it is available. And by the way, make sure you ask them about skipping two mortgage payments. You'll be happy you asked. 
American Financing, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to a new year of the Glenn Beck program. We just told you about what science is now saying about COVID. What the, I should say, what the scientists are now saying about COVID. Uh, what the CDC, what Joe Biden has come out and said over the last two weeks. They've come out and basically said, uh, yeah, everything that, uh, you know, everything that we've been, we've been saying about masks and and, uh, you know, 10 day uh, quarantines and, uh, you know, the immune system all wrong. Well, we've known this. We've known this. The the thing that really concerns me is that there is no humility put in with that. There's no humility of, uh, gosh, you know, we 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 have some new information now and, you know, we were doing our best. And we've demonized a lot of people about this vaccine. And we've said a lot of people were going to kill everybody and, and everything else. And that's, we were wrong on that. We shouldn't have demonized because some of the things that they were saying is true. For instance, this, this, and this. Now, that doesn't make everything that they said was true. But we now know these things are true. And so we're changing policies. That would be perfectly reasonable in a society that treats everyone with respect be perfectly reasonable and we wouldn't in that society you wouldn't have to say aha because it would be an honest exchange of information but these people still want to be the gatekeepers of all of the information think how many people have been um kicked off of twitter or facebook or youtube because they said the things that now Fauci and the CDC are saying. We now know there are, there are a few conspiracy theories that in 2021 we learned are not necessarily conspiracy theories. Now, this doesn't make the entire thing true, but let me take a couple of the big ones. Did you even know that they released uh, a CIA uh, memo from the CIA chief that says Oswald called the Soviet embassy in Mexico in fir- the 1st of October, identifying himself by name and speaking broken Russian. So we now know that he was reaching out to the Soviets and asking them, how can I help you? Now, that doesn't mean that the Soviets were responsible or had anything to do with the assassination. But that does mean that those people who vilified everyone who said, you know, there's there's real evidence that he went down to Mexico and he was at the Soviet embassy, that those people were right. How about the UFO conspiracy? The government has been telling you that these things are all made up or they're 100% explainable. 
and they didn't have the ability to say that. But apparently they just didn't want you to freak out. So they they made it into a conspiracy theory that UFOs uh, don't exist. Yada, yada, yada. These people are all crazy. Well, no, apparently they're not. The Pentagon last uh, last year confirmed they have documented themselves and tracked 144 flying objects just on June 25th, they made this. And they said it has, they have no explanation for them. It's technology that they, that they believe no one on Earth has. It defies all physics. Then they came out and said, oh, and by the way, we have some otherworldly uh, pieces of some of these machines, and we're trying to reverse engineer. Well, that's kind of a big deal, huh? Did you see over the holiday, they doubled down on that? And they're asking for help from scientists to gather together and try to reverse engineer because they're not making a lot of progress? That came out over the holiday. Nobody seemed, oh, another thing. They are also uh, doing polling with all of the world's major religions to find out how people are going to react if it's confirmed that there is alien life. These aren't conspiracy theories. These are, these are uh, notes from the Pentagon. These are rele- press releases from the Pentagon. So there's another conspiracy theory that you were made to feel like you were an idiot if you believed any of it. And I'm not saying that we believe in little green men. I have no idea what's going on. But the government didn't either. They didn't until I think 2006 have the technology to be able to track any of these things. The reason why they are admitting it now is because in 2006 they could track it from three different points. Now they know the speed. Now they know exactly what these things can do. Stop and start on a dime. Things that just can't happen physically that we know. Last year we also found out that the Wuhan leak theory at least earned the backing of one U.S. government department. We now know that we should probably look into that because it had some credibility to it. But you were banned. You were banned for even saying that. You were a conspiracy theorist. Last year, we found out that Hunter Biden's laptop is not disinformation. It's not disinformation. It's real. And we're about to find out this week or next week uh, how bad things really are in that laptop. See, the problem is not these things are coming true or that are now being verified are true. The problem is the gatekeepers who said they were not true and were vilifying everyone are the same gatekeepers today. So nothing changes. 
And in fact, they're burying a lot of these things. You know, people said last year, I'm not taking because there's a chip inside the vaccine. That's crazy. It is crazy. There is no vaccine with a tracking chip in it. However, we just found out that Sweden is implanting tracking chips and chips into people's arms. They are volunteering for it. It's not a conspiracy. They're out in the open. Hey, who wants to have a vaccine passport and be able to pay all of your bills with your wrist? Oh, and uh, and we'll be able to track you in case you get lost and all of your vital signs will be uh, uh, beamed into a central hub. Congratulations. Well, that's really bad. But the Swedes don't think so. And so the Swedes are doing the digital passport with a chip implant. And other countries are starting to consider it. So you can see how that gave birth to this conspiracy theory. The other thing that gave birth to that conspiracy theory is the fact that the government was telling us things that we know aren't true. You've had it. Well, you still need the vaccine. Why? My immune system should be able to handle this. Nope, 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 nothing. No, no immune system. It doesn't work like that. Wait, I've learned my whole life that's how the immune system works. I, I know that's how it works. Nope, nope, this is different. That's the kind of stuff that leads to conspiracy theories. That's why it's so important that the guardians, the gatekeepers of information, are fully discredited and dismissed. Because they can't, they have no credibility. And this is, let me, let me speak to those people who are in science, who are doctors, who are in the media. This is vital for the survival of the human race. We are entering a time by 2030, the world will be completely different because of AI. Completely different. We need to have someone that we trust. I've done a lot of reading over the uh, holiday. And I'm telling you. I'm going to make a case here in the next couple of weeks. They have known that this great reset was coming. This is their answer for something that they've never talked to you about. And it is so important that somebody tells you what's coming your way and then tells you what you can do about it. And there are things you can do. But listening to the so-called experts is not necessarily one of them because they're the same experts that have said they're going to wipe out the coronavirus. When we were all saying, no, it's going to end up like the flu. It will probably be with us forever. Because that's the way the world and viruses work. They knew this. They knew this. They had another agenda. We don't have an agenda. 
except for the truth. And quite honestly, you know this because I've done it before. I've told you something was absolutely true. And the minute I found out that it was not true, I admitted it. No matter how much humiliation and everything else that went along with it, I told you. I was wrong on that. Because that's the only way you can keep credibility. And that's vital. You must be a man or woman of your, of your word. You must let your yes be yes and your no be no. We have to be humble enough to be able to admit when we're wrong. And when people admit that they're wrong and say, gosh, I really got this wrong. We need to be able to say, good, welcome to the club. Back in a minute. If you have grandkids, it's probably not lost on you that uh, you only have a finite amount of time in which you can help share a healthy and moral worldview. I want my kids and my grandkids to have an appreciation of the history of the place where their freedom exists, the values of the creator from whom they came. If you agree with all of that, then you need to get your children into the Tuttle Twins book. Uh, the Tuttle Twins books are re- it's a great series. Uh, I've read them. Members of my staff have read them. I mean, to our kids, we all agree. These are transformational. They are necessary for what's coming. They're fun. They're entertaining. But they also teach about freedom, economics, American history, and, a, and just a ton more. The Tuttle Twins, they're having a great sale right now, 35% discount on their books, plus they're giving away the activity workbooks at no additional cost. If you're trying to supplement or teach at home, these books are absolutely a must, but I think they're a must for any family. TuttleTwinsBeck.com, TuttleTwinsBeck.com, go there now. So I'm uh, just uh, putting the final touches on my uh, predictions for next year. I think you're going to find them uh, interesting, Stu. All positive, I assume. All hopeful for the actually, future. Things are going to go well. No, actually, some of them really are positive. Really? Yeah. I, I think we're at a, a turning of the tide. Mm. Uh, I think we're at a place to where we're going to start to see more wins than losses. Um, and you'll understand in a minute. But then we'll have the Republicans you know, screw things up for us as well. <laughs> right, of course. Uh, but I'm going to talk a little bit about politics, a little bit about the economy, uh, China, Russia, uh, and uh, uh, the election, COVID. So, because I, I, I don't know, coming off a of vacation and going into a new year, I have that, I don't know, sometimes I come off of the vacation forgetting how terrible things are. And... Is that the vibe? Like, do you see a a future, not just of we're going to stand up against these really terrible things, but also that, you know, we can win and push back and, and, and change things a little bit? Only if we continue to push back. See, what happens is they push and they push and they push until you push back. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, OK. And then they just wait for you to get distracted. Right. And then they continue to do it again. Critical race theory is still going into our schools. Are we still to paying attention? You know what I mean? They just they push and they they uh, they go too far 
And then so we stand up and then we're like, well, okay, I think that's taken care of. And we fall back to sleep and it goes in in a a different name or a different way. How much of this problem relates to we all kind of see a scoreboard of elections and occasionally we do win elections. I mean, I I think a lot of people are under the impression that conservatives never win elections. Well, we win them a lot, but that doesn't necessarily mean when we win, it (laughs) works, right? Is that it? Like, because I think a lot of times that apathy comes from a big wave election and you get all these people elected and they all seem great. And then a couple of years later, you realize they weren't so great. But at that point, you've already I taken think that's happening faster because I think the Republic uh, Democrats are going through that right now. I think the Democrats are going through. Wait. Wait, <laughs> wait! this wasn't oh, what we said it was going to be. <laughs> wait, weren't we going to shut down the virus or something? It wasn't think, weren't things going to get a lot better because uh, he was causing all of these problems? Looks like uh, not so much. I think, I think that's happening. I think that's happening. And it will happen even more. I'll come back with the questions that we should ask ourselves and some predictions for 2022 in a minute. to 2022 it's a new year a new attitude we have this hour some questions that help us find the answers we have to we have to ask the questions in in order to find the answers people are saying you can't ask questions well we asked some questions in 2021 did we find any meaningful answers that and six, my first six predictions for 2022 begin in 60 seconds. I tell you, for the first time, things were different uh, on vacation. I was fine and my wife was in so much pain. She threw her back out. And the whole vacation, she was just in so much pain. Um, Started taking Relief Factor. She started taking it uh, about a week ago. And so far, nothing. But it takes about three weeks to really start kicking in. She has felt better, but I haven't talked to her about, you know, do you think that was Relief Factor or what? Wait for the three weeks to, uh, to really kick in. Relief Factor has saved my bacon over and over and over again and hopefully it will work for my wife as well i know it works for thousands of people listeners that write me almost every day try the three-week quick start now developed for you 1995 relieffactor.com that's relieffactor.com
All right. So let's start with some questions. Before you can find the right answer, you have to ask the right question. So what questions did we ask in 21? And did we find any meaningful answers? Well, it's weird. Because last year, I felt that enough people began to stand up. They felt, okay, all right, okay. I have to stand up for some basic things. For instance, men and women are different. They're two genders, and they're different. So we stood up for that. Maybe, perhaps, in 2022, we can explain why those differences matter and how those differences actually improve each of our lives. It's important to put these principles into action and explain why certain things are the way they are. Last year, we had to assert (laughs) that all the things uh, that are American are not racists. We spent a lot of time saying to the rest of the world, we're not racist, we're not oppressive, we're not you know, motivated by some arbitrary need for power, we're not terrorists. This year, I would like to see us focus on what we are as opposed to what we are not. And I'm going to talk about my six predictions coming up in just a second, but some of them are based on, um, on politics. And I will tell you that the winning candidates will be the ones that focus on what we are. You can say, I'm tired of this, this and this, because that doesn't under that you don't understand who we are. This is who we are. That was the beginning of the Declaration of Independence. Hey, look, we're breaking away because you don't really understand us. You think that we're in rebellion because of this and that. We're not. We have no animosity towards you. We just believe and hold these things to be self-evident. It's time for us to restate those self-evident truths. Last year, we realized the traditions we love were slipping away. This year, let's ask ourselves which traditions are worth uh, preserving and which ones aren't. And how do we sort out the difference? Last year, I think so many of us felt the system had and perhaps we had failed our children. This year, what do America's children need to lead a meaningful life? What do they need from us? What can we hope for them? I did a lot of reading on this particular topic uh, over the uh, over the holiday. And probably by the late this week, I'm going to get into some of that. In 2021, we face the absolute fact that there are increasing numbers of Americans that are not proud to be an American. In 2022, Perhaps we can explore what level of patriotism is necessary in a free republic. In 2021, we faced the choice between freedom and security. I don't think we made the right decision. Should we ask that question again? 
Americans last year faced a crisis of meaning. When the things we thought we could rely on became unreliable. When everything that we thought was solid was liquid and everything liquid became solid. We crumbled. It seems we we placed our faith in the wrong things. And for all of our modern focus on meaning and purpose, it seems like we have lost our consensus on what actually matters and has meaning. This year, where should we place our faith? Where do we get our meaning? And it's going to take us into a different place when we have that discussion. I don't think we're prepared to answer those questions today. Maybe you can, maybe even shouting the answers at the radio. But if 2021 taught me anything, it's that we, we don't have the answers. We don't know how society is going to react. And I'm not sure we even know what the right questions are, because this is a new territory for all of us. We have to look to history. First history book ever written. In Second Chronicles, it says, if my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. The key to this is humility. And I am going to try really hard to enter 2022 with humility, and I ask that you would join me. There is truth and we can find it. We haven't found it yet. I'm not sure we'll be able to find all the truth in 2022, but we can at least continue to take steps towards it because the quest for truth is the great adventure of being human. The journey is the point. Without having all of the answers and sometimes none of the answers. But when we focus on the journey, the search for, we can enter this next leg of our journey with joy, hope, and optimism. LifeLock is our sponsor this half hour. Nobody can take away who you are as a person, even cyber criminals. And I have so many monologues I can't wait to get to. One of them is who you really are as a person. The answers that we're looking for to solve really the world's problems are so simple and I'm going to be able to, I think I'll be able to give them to you in about an hour. Um, but I'm still working on that monologue. So it'll be probably later this week. What people can take away from you is the identity that you have established, the money that you have worked hard to earn, the credibility you've worked hard to build and preserve as a responsible adult But trying to protect your identity on your own is a battle that you might not win. Whether it's hacking uh, or stealing information themselves or finding it somewhere out there on the dark web, cybercrime is one thing that is growing every single day, and they want to take what is yours. That's why there's LifeLock. Now, LifeLock can't solve everything. They can't monitor everything. Nobody can. But they will, if they find something, alert you. If they find anything suspicious and they work to fix it with you, that is the secret, I think, of LifeLock. 
It's by Norton. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Or use the promo code BECK at 1-800-LIFELOCK and you will save 25% off now. 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. So when you look at the poll numbers um, for President Biden, his his first year in office, what do people say? According to Rasmussen, uh, it, probably uh, not not the best, you know, suboptimal for President Biden, uh, suboptimal. Uh, they say this is the worst rated year for Americans in more than a decade of asking this question. Uh, 74% said 2021 was fair to poor, with 48% calling it poor. 23% said best year ever. I don't know who those 20, maybe AOC, who is just so hot. That's the only reason why I tease her. She is so hot. That is literally, well... That's what she's pretty much what she said. It right? is. She thinks that people don't like her because she's too hot. I, I don't. I don't can't hate even me because I'm beautiful. It. Yeah, it's like <laughs> legitimately a joke commercial from the '80s. No one, no one's, no one's concerned with your yeah. hotness, dear. No, no. Uh, all right, sixty-three percent of Democrats agreed that it was a fair to poor year. Sixty-three percent of Democrats. 50% expect 2022 to be fair or poor. 41% say, oh, it's going to be the best ever. Uh, the things that are making things worse, 48 to 20, say is it's they're worse off economically this year than they were before. Uh, another 28% said their finances were about the same. Uh, this is, um, this is the, the worst they've seen in 10 years, which... Brings me to my first prediction. Let me give you a couple of stats here. The GOP uh, in the Cook political report shows that they are the clear favorite to take control of the U.S. House in 2022 midterms. Three Democratic districts have fallen into the lean Republican column, while another two are likely Republican. Meanwhile, just one Republican-held district currently leans towards Democrats. Uh, this is a nonpartisan uh, outlet dedicated to analyzing predicting elections, publishing projections showing Democrats will be forced to defend eight toss-up districts across seven states, Republicans needing to defend six toss-up seats in four states. The, the other piece of information I want to give you before the prediction, 45% of independents want the GOP in charge of the House and the Senate. A new poll indicates that self-described independent voters would prefer by an 18 percentage point margin that the Republicans regain control of the Congress. Zogby released last week. 45% of independents want GOP in charge of the House and Senate compared to 27% who want Democrats to keep the majority. The remaining 28% said, I don't know. Same survey found Republicans held a three-point advantage, 46 to 43%. 
Uh, Zogby said, in my four decades of polling, Democrats need about a five percentage point advantage in nationwide congressional preference in order to maintain a majority of Congress. Signs today are pointing to a big Republican advantage going into 2022 with Biden's approval rating. uh, By the way, in Zogby's poll, it was um, 46 percent, which is higher than a lot of other uh, polls that show him now in the low 40s or, uh, and uh, upper, I'm sorry, upper 30s and low 40s. Uh, 52% disapprove of his performance. The reason why I point this out is that Zogby pointed out 40% of the respondents, 40% say they strongly disapprove of his work. That is, I believe, the um, uh, the worst performance Zogby has seen. So here's my first prediction. What do you think it's going to be? I don't know. I'm I'm holding on to my seat as 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 usual. Republicans will always find a way to screw it up. <laughs> okay. Okay. There is no reason why they shouldn't win. But my prediction is Republicans always find a way hmm. to screw it up. Now, that is true once they win. Right, but oh, you're saying no. are, how are many you... times have they just snatched victory out of the jaws of defeat, or the other, or way the other way around? Yes, snatched <laughs> defeat out of the jaws of victory. Many times, they've many done times. That. I will say though, usually they've done pretty well in midterm elections. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you remember, 2010 mm-hmm. was the sort of Tea Party wave election year, which was the first midterm post Obama. Uh, so with, with everything look... I'm with everything I'm saying today, mm-hmm. I, I want you to take it with this grain of salt. Have you noticed how fast time is moving? Doesn't seem like like the last two years flew by, right? Flew by in some ways. Only one year. Yeah. In other ways, it seemed endless. (laughs) It seemed endless. It seems to fly by. That is an indication that you're busy. That that's an indication that there's so many things happening that we're losing track of time. Okay. Uh, And because of that. Uh, it seems like it never ends, right? Lost track of time, but it seems like it's lasting forever. That's because the rate of change is so high. So with that being said, anything can happen. And I'm leaning towards the Republicans can screw this up because, well, because of a another prediction um bbb will pass mm-hmm. i think the uh build back better bill will pass some in some form or another it's going to pass they're going to bring it back and it will pass there are already indications that joe manchin is you know i i know i said i wouldn't vote for it but what if you change something in it and then i could vote for it he's already having those conversations he wants to get there's a couple of uh, clauses in there that he doesn't particularly like but if if they those are changed he's saying he might very well go along with it and vote for it so the idea that this was dead is now a, a, a former a former truth that we knew and i, I never ever you said from the beginning joe manchin yeah i never believe he's going to save us and also I still think they're going to come around. There's no, there's no way they're going to leave a trillion dollars of spending 
on the table nope. with with only needing 50 votes to get this through. They'll figure out some way to spend it. It may it may very well not be as good as they imagined, but it will be it'll be as bad as we imagined. Yes, it will be at least <laughs> as bad as we imagined right, right. a cut down version. Um, and that could change things uh, for the Republicans. Um, the covid scare. Is over. It is over the what do you mean by that? Uh, well, A, I believe Omicron is going to be the dominant variant now. And it is already the dominant variant. But I don't but think it's going to, it's not going to get worse from here, I don't think. I mean, the next few weeks, next few weeks. I'm talking about in the next few months, it's not, we're not going to find a new variant that is like, you know, your eyes start to bleed and you're dead within 36 hours. It's not happening. If this becomes the dominant variant, it's going to become like the flu. And you will get it. What a surprise. I feel like, I mean, I think it was on this show uh, two years ago when we first talked about it. And I said, if it becomes the pandemic, you know, this could be it. If it could, it's going to kind of probably end up being like the flu eventually. God knows how many people will die. Right. But you go through a really, this is what happened with, you know, the flu. Yeah. <laughs> when we right. had two terrible years and a lot of people died a lot more than and in in with covid thankfully and then it was um, then petered out and, and then it, it became the flu and it became this thing that we deal with all the time which Correct. is not positive by any means but not life-altering even chris hayes did a monologue recently where he said hey you know look this is turning into something that we're going to live with and the flu sucks and it kills tens of thousands of people a year but you know that's where we're, we're getting closer and closer to that outcome that reality so now there's a there's a difference here. I want to say that the covid scare is over and there's a couple of uh, portions to this. Uh, the first one is the skepticism of those in power, scientists and doctors is going to fall. It's already falling, but I mean, it has a chance of falling to the press levels, which is in the slight double digits or in some in some regards or in some polls you'll see it in single digits. Wait, your wording confuses me there. You said the skepticism or you're saying the credibility of of the these credibility. We will okay. be much more skeptical okay. and the credibility is almost destroyed. That plays into anything that is real that is coming our way down the road. But the next big health scare nobody's going to believe, unfortunately because the credibility has been so destroyed. More in just a second. We're only halfway through the predictions for 22. The Glenn Beck Program. So people make and break New Year's resolutions all the time. But here is the one thing I want you to commit to right now. Resolve that you're going to do something today that's going to help get our country back on track. Something that will show that you are taking the first step on the right path. I am proud to partner with Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider, and I want you to partner with them as well. They offer broad nationwide coverage. In fact, they use the same cell towers as the major carriers. They get the same great coverage. Plus, you're going to get the peace of mind that comes with knowing that your dollars aren't supporting leftist causes. They're not working against everything you believe in. They're actually working for you. 
They're actually spending their money defending the things we all believe in. Their 100% customer-based service team is second to none. They have plans to fit any budget. Get free activation now with the offer code BECK. Veterans and first responders save even more. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash BECK. PatriotMobile.com slash BECK. 972-PATRIOT. Go to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. It is a new year and a new attitude and a chance to turn over a new leaf. Uh, and that leaf, I hope, involves you standing up uh, and uh, making your voice heard. You know, we were just talking about COVID and COVID is over. It's just over. And it's about to catch up with those in Washington and uh, the doctors and everything else. When you say it's over, of course, people are going to say, well, Glenn Beck says that no one's going to die from COVID from no, no, here no, on no, out. No, 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 no. What do you mean it's over? It's, it is, the panic is over. Mm-hmm. We got it. Mm-hmm. We got it. The listening to the, the officials, they don't have any credibility anymore. So... We're not really the mass of America, I don't think, is listening to any of these Mm -hmm. people. Uh, And so it's over. They've destroyed themselves. And we're just going to do what Americans do and deal with it. Uh, It's important, however, that those who perpetrated uh, all of these restrictions and, and shutting people down, you know, for saying, hey, it might have leaked from a virus, which we now know the government does consider as a viable uh, uh, theory. We don't know yet, um, but uh, we should, which should tell you even more. Um, but the people who were shut down for having a different opinion. There should be opposition in all things. It is natural. It is a universal uh law there is opposition in all things so when they say you can't oppose this they're going against the natural laws it doesn't work it never will now it's worked for two years but it's over also i do believe that omicron is going to be what we live with now for the rest of you know uh, our our lives, it's going to be something that is like the flu. That's just where we're at. Congratulations, guys. We made it. And it had nothing to do with the vaccines. It had everything to do with this is the way these viruses work. Now, maybe it saved lives, the vaccine. I don't know. More people died last year than in the year before. I, th- I think it's safe to say that it did, but uh, it's close. I mean, it's close. It's- I think it, I think the vaccines did save lives, but that's, you know, that's a. It, it still, it doesn't mean that they should be people should be pushed out of their businesses and, yeah. and eliminated from society and social Correct. media because they believe other things. Now, when I say that, also, I want you to know that that means that America is done with it that doesn't mean all americans are done with it and it certainly doesn't mean that the cdc and those who have power and want power and want to use this for even more control are done with it 
And that's why it's important that you stand up and go, no, uh-uh, not doing that. That's ridiculous. Follow the science. Here's what science says. It's really important when somebody speaks out, even if you disagree with them and they're banned, that you stand up for their right for free speech. COVID, COVID, I think the fear of COVID is over in the entire world. But you'll never know that in China because they are just cracking down on people. But it is going to get violent in other countries. It already is. And you're going to see the violence and the uprisings happen more and more. And this is a beginning of something that you're going to see in the world. This is not an American thing. You know, they're they're making these into Trump supporters. Well, where are all the really in Germany? Those are Trump supporters that are those are Trump supporters in Italy and in France that are taking to the streets. I don't think so. These are people that know the difference between right and wrong, know the difference between freedom and authoritarianism. That's what's happening. It's not about Trump. It's about authoritarianism. And that is not going away. Which leads me to this prediction. Gun ownership has already crossed so many lines of uh, popularity. I don't know how many guns we bought last year, but it's now going to cross the lines of the political lines. Uh, the uh, the the coast versus the uh, red states. It's going to cross those lines. You're going to see people who thought they were against guns going out and buying guns. And you will see that happening more and more, which will make guns uh, and gun ownership even on the attack even more because you're going to have a lot of people that just went out to buy a shotgun because they wanted to protect themselves because they don't believe the police are going to protect them. And they've never done anything. They didn't grow up in the gun culture. They would never take a class from the NRA. The NRA is evil. Uh, and so they will not be trained to use the guns. That is that is coming. Let me take you to. Well, let me take you to war this one i want to say it's only a cold war but i'm not sure that we're going to get that choice russia um russia is going to go into the ukraine and they have warned us over and over again you better not do anything or you'll pay a very high price you better not even put sanctions on us or you will pay a very big price. Putin is not screwing around. Putin, um, well, I think it's this week. Is it this week or next week that the interview with the president comes out? Um, I did an interview with uh, uh, President Trump last week, or I'm sorry, three weeks ago. And uh, it comes out here in the next few days. And he talks about Putin and President Z. They have Joe Biden's number. They know who he is. Joe Biden just might be dumb enough to play into their hands. 
But I think we're headed towards at least a serious Cold War with Russia and a serious Cold War with China. Because if Russia goes in to the Ukraine and we do nothing, China will go into Taiwan and we will do nothing. And if we do something, then I think it will it will cause massive problems. Uh, I, yeah, <laughs> that's uh, maybe an understatement. By the way, it is this week. This uh, the Trump interview comes out. Okay, mm-hmm. um, so so you know the when I say massive problems, next hour I'm going to show you uh, what the Pentagon is wargaming for and what the um, Build Back Better people are preparing for. Uh, it fits right into us responding. And China or Russia responding to us. Um, so you need to know it. I'm, I'm tired of. I'm tired of. The most important time in my lifetime. On the direction of humanity. And we're not involved at all. That we're 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 not given the information. It's out there. But when you bring it up. People either say, that's crazy, that's not going to happen, or, you know, you're a conspiracy theorist for even bringing it up. Things are happening in the world. The the maps will change in the next few years. Our society will change. Jobs will change. You will not recognize your life at all by 2030. You won't. And that's even if the best things happen. Things are changing rapidly. So I'll get into the um, economy here just a, a little bit. Gas prices are going to stay high. Now, the Democrats say that they're going to be able to fix these gas prices. So it'll come down, you know, right after the summer. What a surprise it would come down they predict the lowest price will be in November. <laughs> Shocking. Okay. Wait, they're really saying November? They're really saying November. <laughs> really saying November. That would November. be a stunner. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, prices of fuel in June could climb to $4.13 per gallon. Um, however, gasoline prices expected to, expected to drop to $13.16 per gallon in October or November of this year. What a surprise. Uh, that might happen. I don't think they're going to be able to put the genie back in the bottle. What do you do to get your gas prices down? You you have to either import more, which they might do, but where are you going to import it from? The Soviet, uh, the uh, Russia? No. Uh, Saudi Arabia? No, they're now in bed with China. So where does it come? Where does it come from? Food prices are going up. U.S. housing prices. Do you know that the price of, a, of the average house went up 18% in October of last year? Economic turmoil is headed our way. But the good news is there is help coming My final prediction, 
Hillary Clinton is going to try to run no. again. No. I bet you. Really? I bet you. Who else do they have? Oh, God. Who else do they have? Well, they do have the sitting president of the United States that I think they're going to try to run. Yeah. No. They also have the sitting vice president of the United States who Is certainly wants the unlikable. job. Agreed. They need somebody compliant. They need somebody that can restore sanity. Look, I'm just going to be. I'm oh not that gosh, guy. I They're going to try it again. I know. I, you think? I do. Because she is, I don't even think, popular with the left. No, she's not. They, which, don't, they can't also, stand her. Which also goes for uh, the uh, just throw her on the fire. Because nobody, you're going to beat Trump this time? You're going to beat Trump this time? The, it, I just I don't. I think they all think they can beat Trump. Well, don't you think that good luck I mean, they might not be right but i think they all think they can do it i i don't know without any i mean if the republicans take control mm -hmm. it'll be hard for them to because hopefully the republicans will be on it when it comes to uh election fraud mm -hmm. and they will be pushing the states to make sure that you are batting down the hatches oh, they, in all those states. They definitely have looked at that a lot already in, yes. at, at the state level. Correct. But like you, but you know, they, they, I think see Trump as eminently beatable. I mean, I think they think that he's the guy that they can beat. I think they're trying to goad him to run because they think they can beat him where they don't think they can maybe beat a Ron DeSantis in 2024 i mean again i'm just throwing that i know yeah i i, I don't think I, that they're necessarily right about that but i think that's what they believe i think they believe trump is the most beatable which is hilarious i mean they've already he's, they've already beaten him hillary clinton is going to try to oh run again in 2024 <laughs> this uh, if this one's right it's gonna this be an amazing is crazy because she should this just crazy. go oh, please just go away uh but she's not no but she's not she refuses she she at least believes she has a chance in 2024 right now. She at least believes it. I don't know if the party will believe it, but I think it's going to happen. Hopefully the Fed is finally prepared to fight inflation. They've actually acknowledged the cost of everything has skyrocketed, you know, because it's too obvious to hide the ball anymore. So they need to do something about it. Well, they're going to increase interest rates. Finally. We don't know when this is going to happen, but when I say this is good news, it's good news and bad news. It's going to hurt all of us. The pain we're going to go through when they tighten the belt is not going to be. I don't know how they do it without stopping the heart of the economy, but they got to at least try to do the right thing. Right now, the mortgage rates are very low. They are coming up. The Fed has already guaranteed it. So you want to pay more every month? Or would you like to get something that is locked in right now? Maybe a re refi or a consolidation loan. You can save hundreds, if not $1,000 every single month just by doing this. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440 or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So here's where I don't... I don't, my my hesitance on the Hillary running again thing is mm -hmm. 
so like Donald Trump loses in 2020 mm-hmm. and a lot of people think he lost unfairly. Some people thought he just lost, but the overwhelming Republican response to his losses, I wish he won and I would love to write that wrong, right? That is, I think the way Republicans feel about the Hillary loss in 2016. I think generally Democrats feel Hillary blew that and she screwed us by blowing that election. I'm not saying that she's going to be the nominee or she would win. I'm saying that she's sniffing around. She's she not is. done. She wants more relevance. Correct. But and she also knows that the second she says she's not running, she's irrelevant. So why not keep it alive? Why? Why? Even though she says she'll say uh, outwardly she's not running, but uh-huh. she's also showing signs of mm-hmm. a, and there's there's reports in the media i think uh, dick morris said something the mm-hmm. effect of he thinks she's going to run dinesh d'souza's been talking a lot about bill clinton um there's a lot of there's a lot of talk yeah. about her right and is and that i who else do they have <laughs> sincerely <laughs> they just ran they 21 could, people i know but they just also ran this president and they said they needed him as a cover of a return to normalcy She's not viewed as a Marxist, just a really right. bad, corrupt person. Right. Okay. I I think they want to shed the Marxist label and try to do the Trojan horse thing yet again. I don't think it would work, but I think that's her thinking. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the program. New facts as well as they come rolling out. Next week, my book, The Great Reset. Everything you need to know about 21st century fascism in America and in the world comes out. You can order it right now at Amazon or wherever you buy your books. I want to talk to the co-author in just a second. Justin is uh, Justin Haskins is a guy who has been working on trying to figure out the great great reset with me uh, for a while. And once COVID happened, we noticed, wow, this is accelerating this whole thing. It's almost as if this is a gift to the Davos people. Well, it was. But now that COVID is starting to fade, I believe. They're looking for another vehicle. And uh, they wargamed something in December. What was it and what will it mean to you? The Great Reset and the Great Resetters in 60 seconds.
Well, welcome to 2022. Remember, the Fed last year told us, oh, it's, you know, just temporary. This inflation is going to go back to normal. Well, inflation is here. If you look at your grocery bill from six months ago and compare it to today's, it's not a pretty sight. So how do you protect yourself? Well, this is from rising inflation is from the devaluing of the U.S. dollar. They're printing too much. It's time to call Goldline. Do it today. Gold and silver are time-tested hedge against inflation and economic insanity. And I'll show you in the next few minutes what's coming. It's insane. Get moving right now. Goldline has an extremely small quantity uh, quality, quantity of their holiday silver rounds, the Mind Your Business silver bars left over from their Christmas promotion. Call them ASAP to find out how to qualify for the free silver at 866-GOLDLINE. That's 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. All righty then. Justin Haskins is a um, is a guy that I I found years and years ago when he was very young and uh, he he started a website stopping socialism and I was intrigued by this young man and what he was doing and I've been following him for a while he's now the editorial director and research fellow at the Heartland Institute uh, and uh, he's a co-author of the new book The Great Reset which comes out next week Justin, welcome to the program. Happy New Year, Glenn. How are you? <laughs> well, it would be a more Happy New Year if I wasn't starting it with what I know we're we're going to start talking about right now. Yeah, let's kill that New Year's optimism <laughs> right off the bat. Let's just let's, it in yeah. the bed. Let's just kill it right Yeah, off the it's bat. like it's like old Yeller in the barn. Like, please don't make <laughs> me shoot him, but we have to put him down. Uh, on December, what was it, 6th or 8th, something like that, a 10-country... Yeah, I believe it's first week of December, yep. A 10-country simulation of a major cyber attack on the global financial system uh, in an attempt to increase cooperation that could help minimize any potential damage to financial markets and banks was run. Now, this happened in Israel, but it was actually supposed to happen at the Dubai World Expo, which, gosh, what was happening at the Dubai World Expo? That was where they were having their great narrative <laughs> event uh, with the World Economic Forum and other people involved with the Great Reset, um, which is a whole other incredibly creepy part of this whole Great Reset movement. Okay. Tell me the significance of what the Great Resetters were doing in this in this war game. Right. So the reason why this is, I think, incredibly important is because what we've learned from studying the Great Reset is that the people who support this have for many years been laying the foundation for implementing this whole new system of essentially a China model of, of capitalism slash authoritarianism. 21st century fascism is how we phrase it in the book, and I think that's the best way to articulate it. It is. And what they've been looking for are crises that they can use to help move the ball forward on this. So climate change was something they've been trying for a very long time. They're still trying it. COVID came along, and that was the golden opportunity for them. But now, as you said in the lead-up to this, COVID is sort of fading, and they need something else. 
and what I think is going on with this war game is they're looking for uh, uh, they're they're testing out different ways where they could move the ball forward on the Great Reset uh, using various kinds of crises. And this one was cyber attacks. Now, if you remember earlier in 2021, there was that attack on the Colonial Pipeline where hackers literally uh, uh, made it in, uh, held this uh, held this gigantic pipeline in the United States ransom, one of the biggest pipelines in the world. And they were forced to, uh, the pipeline was forced to pay them in Bitcoin, basically, to get the access to the pipeline back. Um, and as soon as that happened, the World Economic Forum and others started rolling out this narrative of there, the, this possibility that there could be this cyber pandemic. That's the phrase they use, cyber pandemic, that could shut down the entire global economy. And the only way that we would be able to fight this off is if we all coordinate and if we build this globalist sort of uh, multilateral movement to, to protect our financial institutions. Mm. The exact same kind of thing they were saying about pandemics prior to COVID-19. So they had this big war game meeting in earlier in, in December. They've been planning it for a year. Major players from all over the world were there, including the International Monetary Fund, the United States sent a Treasury official there, Switzerland, Germany, the United Kingdom, United Arab Emirates. All of these people have been involved in the Great Reset in one form or another, uh, the World Bank, Bank of International Settlements. And they ran a bunch of war games where uh, cyber attacks would uh, uh, occur that would on the financial system mixed with fake news. This is what they said, fake news that would cause people to lose faith in the financial system and that the only way that they could fix it would be for them to build these multilateral institutions or multilateral uh, frameworks that would help them come together to uh, stop these issues. They called it collective strength. Okay, now listen, Um, I want to quote quote some things here. The banks are appealing for emergency liquidity assistance in a multitude of currencies to put to a halt the chaos as counterparties withdraw their funds and limit access to liquidity, leaving the banks in disarray and ruin. The participants discussed multilateral policies to respond to the crisis, including a coordinated bank holiday, a bank holiday when they say coordinated throughout the entire West, not just the Western Hemisphere, the entire West, all countries, Uh, debt repayment grace periods, swap repro uh, agreements, and listen to this, coordinated delinking from major currencies. What does that mean? I think that means they're trying to figure out a way to roll out an international currency. That's what I think it means. Probably an international digital currency, which is something that people in the Great Reset movement, like Mark Carney, who is heavily involved in many of these meetings that's been going on in Glasgow and elsewhere with the World Economic Forum, um, I believe that that's what they ultimately want and that they're looking for a way to try to make this happen. Uh, And I think that they're running different scenarios for how this could occur. And these so-called cyber attacks and fake news, uh, the proliferation of fake news uh, causing some kind of financial catastrophe, supposedly, are some of the scenarios that they're thinking could be used as a way to roll out an international currency. I think that's the only way to understand what a coordinated delinking from major currencies is. What does that mean uh, to the 
to the average person, their savings, their salary and everything else. If there's, quote, a major delinking from major currencies. Well, what we've seen in the past is anytime there has been a switch to a currency, uh, when they've gotten rid of an old kind of currency and they've moved to a new sort of currency. And this is every time we've seen this, this people lose 50 percent of the value of their money, essentially. That's sometimes more. That's when that's when. uh it happened with the gold certificates and the silver certificates. If you're my age, you might remember seeing silver certificates uh, that would, from time to time, kind of come through. Uh, and it, it meant that that dollar was linked to that amount of silver in the Fed Treasury or that amount of gold. We got rid of that currency, redesigned it, and we have a new currency. They delinked uh dollar for dollar at that point and we people lost a lot of their savings a lot of the value you can go from 40 to i think it's as much as 65 percent but this one the treasury has already said that if a delinking or a currency changes this one will be based on social justice so if you're white and very very wealthy you might get 35 cents on the dollar. But if you're, uh, you know, underprivileged in a wheelchair, only one eye uh, without a job, you might get a dollar ten for your dollar. Redistribution of wealth. And that's directly from the Treasury. Right. And, and the digital and if it becomes a digital currency, which I think almost every person who's an expert who's been following this uh, believes is the next phase. If there are going to move to an international currency, it's going to be some sort of digital currency. Then you'd be able to do all sorts of crazy social justice things because you'd be able to not only track how people are spending their money in a very centralized way, but you could actually control how people are spending their money because you could say, no, you can't spend your money on, say, a firearm, or you can't spend too much of your money uh, on white-owned businesses or something like that. I mean, you could do stuff like that if you well, really wanted to. The, the most important thing here, Justin, is I don't think people understand that we are in um, new modern monetary theory. We're already doing that, which is just print the money. It doesn't matter, just print the money. But what everybody forgets is the second part of modern monetary theory. The way to control inflation is to be able to control the companies, which is part of the Great Reset, being able to have a golden share on, uh, you know, the uh, boards of all of these companies where the government can override the the chairperson and the shareholders and say, our golden share says you're not going to make that car or you're going to make this car and you're going to make, you know, twice the amount you say. They not only control the companies, but they have to control how people spend their money. Uh, and that's where digital currency is a is an absolute must. Yes, that's exactly right. There's no real way to micromanage an economy uh, if there's any freedom at all in that in, in that marketplace. There's no way to micromanage it without a digital currency. You need to have a digital currency to micromanage it. And if you've been following the modern monetary theory movement, which far left-wing groups have been involved with now for many, many years, 
um, it, it, it's, it's very clear that their only solution to the question of, well, how can we just print endless amounts of money without causing runaway inflation is we're going to build a superstructure that allows the government to micromanage every aspect of the economy through price controls and other things. And then that way, if energy prices are driving inflation and energy prices are getting too high, we can just turn the little dial in our command center in Washington, D.C. or in Davos or wherever, and we can lower the price of energy or we can control, take money out of the economy seemingly overnight. Well, how do you do that kind of stuff without having a digital? A digital currency makes all of that much easier to do, much more possible in a way that that I think you could theoretically control the economy um, and maybe even help limit inflation to some extent. But the expense of that is going to be you're going to have absolutely no economic freedom at all. And this, I think, is the long term plan. And that's why they're wargaming all of this stuff out, because they're trying to figure out a way to get to that. But they can't just say, "Okay, everybody, uh, we're just going to switch currencies tomorrow. That's going to cause a massive financial collapse. It's going to cause panic. They need to have a justification for it. And the justification is that they're wargaming in this particular scenario is cyber attacks and fake news and misinformation and all of that. But I'm willing to bet they have a long list of other potential uh, crises that would lead them to the exact same conclusion, because this is where they need to go. They don't know exactly how they're going to get there, but I, I don't think. But this is where they need to end up with a global international digital currency or something like that. Um, I'm going to take a quick break in in one minute. I'm going to come back and and talk to Justin about the political science review, uh, something that came out from uh, Cambridge University Press. Uh, It's a it's another tripwire for this. They're being laid everywhere. Give you that here in 60 seconds. You and I know all too well that the time to prepare is during good times. Because when this actually hits, it'll be too late. It'll be too late. I've stocked up from, you know, for my family uh, with emergency food from my Patriot Supply. May I highly suggest you do that as well. If you have the means, you might want to do a little more than just your family. Because I guarantee you, you're going to have to share. We're all going to, we're going to be in this together. I want you to go to My Patriot Supply. They are America's largest preparedness company. They have millions of happy, well-prepared customers. Their food lasts up to 25 years in storage. It is really delicious. And you can save $50 on a four-week emergency food kit right now, which is their most popular. The kit provides breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, even snacks. It has 2,000 calories every day, ensuring that you and your family are going to be able to maintain a healthy diet, even when something disastrous goes down. Every family in America should have some food set aside. My Patriot Supply. It's a place to go. My Patriot Supply. Go to preparewithglenn.com. Preparewithglenn.com. Save 50% off your four-week food kit. Don't put it off. Preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So there is a... There is a, uh, a paper out, Political Legitimacy, Authoritarianism, and Climate Change, that I think is pretty clear that it is arguing 
that we have to take climate action and climate action uh, is over democracy. And if democracies fail to act on climate change, then authoritarianism is a must. Am I reading this right? No, you're absolutely reading this right. There's no doubt about it whatsoever. It goes back to what we were talking about in our previous conversation. Uh, People who are involved in the Great Reset Movement, people who are elites in academia, people who are involved with the International Monetary Fund, international banking systems, large corporations, they're trying to find justifications for expanding their power. And climate change is, although they have not successfully done this yet, especially not in the United States. Climate change is the greatest gift that they could possibly have uh, for making that happen. If they could figure out a way to, to get enough people to believe that, that climate change is essentially an a-, a giant Texas-sized asteroid heading towards Earth that's going to wipe us all out and destroy the world, and the only way to save us is to hand power over to elites to control and micromanage our society and economy, then they win. Then, then it doesn't matter what the Constitution says. It doesn't matter. What, uh, individual rights don't matter. Free market economics don't matter. None of that matters. So if you could just convince enough people to believe that idea, then you could actually have an authoritarian society or a so- so- at least a soft authoritarian society. And this is an incredible article that you're referencing from the American Political Science Review that essentially suggests in, in a major academic political science journal that we embrace authoritarianism as a way to stop the climate change catastrophe that's supposedly going to wipe us all out. Um, And it even references in the article that a, quote, salient example of this same idea of of needing to embrace authoritarianism to stop a crisis is the COVID-19 pandemic. And it says during which uh, severe limitations on free movement and association have become legitimate techniques of government. And this is exactly why so many of us have been terrified and warning about what's been going on with COVID-19, because this is not how it all ends. It's not just about COVID-19. It's about what comes next and then what comes after that. And what is the we're on a road to tyranny right now, a road to authoritarianism, and it's getting worse and worse and worse. And climate change, if they could ever actually convince enough people to believe that it is the crisis that they say it is, it, it, it will be the key that unlocks every door that they've been wanting to open for decades and decades and decades, but haven't been able to figure out how to get free people in the United States to agree to go along. Our first book, uh, without the big publisher behind it, doing it ourselves, uh, is The Great Reset. It's available next week. Get it now. Order it online at Amazon or wherever you buy your books, but get it now. It's called The Great Reset by Glenn Beck, Joe Biden, and the rise of the 21st century fascism. The Great Reset. It arrives Tuesday next week. The Glenn Beck Program. So remember that time you were remodeling your house and you had the contractor build a little secret room underground where you could store and go eat all of the contraband snacks that your wife is always complaining that you eat or drink? Is that literally only me? Is that just? All right. Well, throw out all those other snacks and replace them with built Bars. It's a candy bar. No one can convince me otherwise. It is a candy bar. Uh, it is the only thing that I've ever had where 
it tastes really good and it's good for you. That doesn't happen. And I mean, like it tastes really good. Not like steak. It's like candy. It is candy. It's, I have a very bad sweet tooth. Most bars have about 130 calories and four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs, 17 grams of protein. They're also made with 100% real chocolate. Amazing flavors. If you have a, uh, a resolution to lose weight, Built can get you there. Go to Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. Get 15% off your order. Promo code BEC15. 15% off. Built.com. Head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program. When, when we say the Great Reset is just laying framework and why the Build Back Better funding cannot go through, and somebody in Washington needs to be vigilant that none of those pieces are ever introduced in any other bill, the reason why I say these things is because we are on a new road and we are on a road where you're the little person i'm the little person and we're not really consulted on what's coming part of that is because we're not interested um you know the, the well i should say this part of that is because the media cannot find a way to make things interesting uh it's not that hard uh, but they can't they can't do it uh, and they don't think that you have the intelligence or the emotional quotas to be able to handle what's coming. And I think if you just partnered with the American people and said, hey, look, this is what's coming. Uh, we need to figure this out together. We would come up with ways to be able to keep our freedoms uh, and navigate in this new world. But that's not what's happening. They believe that freedom is going to be displaced by some sort of authoritarianism. And so to stop the jackbooted thugs, they'll become thugs in, you know, wingtip shoes. The, the banks and the governments and the giant corporations will work together and you'll just take it. Well, I don't think the world is going to take it. But things are being laid in right now that are very important to keep your eye on. The NHS in, um, in the UK has just released an app for domestic travel passes for COVID. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote some things. And it is from gov.uk slash government uh, slash pub. Okay, so it's uh, it's right directly from the UK government. The data now that they are this app is collecting, but it will only be on your phone and it will be kept completely private on the app. And it's not going anywhere. 
information relating to the individual's physical or mental health condition and vaccination events. Now, you might say that's a little concerning because what does my mental health have to do with anything on a vaccine passport? But don't worry about that one, because it also collects information relating to the family of the individual and the individual's lifestyle and social circumstances. What the hell does that even mean? But it also holds the information which relates to the ethnic origin of the individual and information relating to genetic biometric details um, where processed to uniquely identify an individual. And then it also, uh, but it's just going to be held on the app. Any criminal convictions or alleged criminal behavior. All for your safety on the app. Now, I don't know why I would need an app to remind me of alleged criminal behavior. I don't know why uh, I would need an app to remind me of my ethnic origin or my lifestyle or my social cons- uh, my social circumstances. Can you think of a, a use for that at all that's legitimate? By you? Jeez, what, what were my political affiliations? Oh, yeah, I remember now. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no. No, you wouldn't need any of that. You wouldn't need any of that. Now, it's only, so far, they are only using the information relating to individuals' physical or mental health condition, only vaccination events. But the other things are listed as things we could put on the app things that are that are there but not in use yet are they trying to make this essentially your id card right like your voter id Mm -hmm. card could be there Mm -hmm. maybe the party would be important right Mm -hmm. like to be on there in some way but again if if it's if it's only for you and you're not sharing it with anyone obviously i don't need that from the government right so is it essentially an effort at uh, this uh, a passport system of, of some sort yeah, it, it, it says in their own words, uh, domestic uh, travel passes now collect data on mental health, social circumstances, political opinions, lifestyle, alleged criminal convictions, and will be used to as a identifying document, quoting, for right to work and right to rent. In political opinion, there'd be no reason. No reason. Except no for all of the horror stories we were warned about all the time, right? What else, what else would that, what other reason would there be to have that information accessible through a passport system? Political opinions? I mean, and, and look, you know, as we've said over and over again, the British system is not one that we want. I don't know why we continue no. to chase them. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not. But this is the stuff that is already being done by big tech and it's running in other countries. I mean, the the Sweden story is really disturbing, really disturbing. Um, And that is the story of the chip implant. Now, this is being done with the full knowledge of uh, the. uh, Who who is doing it again? I keep only thinking the Swiss, but it's not the Swiss. It's uh, Norway. 
So the Norwegians are fully on board with this uh, and they're doing it openly. They're taking a small, teeny chip with their their biometrics and their vaccine, vaccine status, and they're implanting it into their hand so they can scan their hand. But it also gives, you know, the individual uh, the all of their biometric data, their heart, their breathing, all of it constantly monitored. And you can be alert, alerted on an app of your phone if your heart starts to beat a little too fast. Like, I wouldn't know that. Um, it also conveniently will help you if you get lost because you'll be able to find yourself on a GPS map. What a great thing. What I a mean, great thing. If you My phone a, does that already. I can just drop a pin of where I'm at. Well, I would think about an Alzheimer's patient or something, Glenn. Maybe you had a missing child. Mm-hmm. You'd be able to... If we could only save one missing child, yeah, it would all it be all worth us losing, by force. losing all of our freedoms. Yes, thank you. Finally, you've recognized that. Yeah. You've been pushing back against that one for better part of 30 years but yeah. i'm glad you're finally there <laughs> i'm finally there mm-hmm. i mean if it can only save one person one child one person with alzheimer's we should all lose our freedom <laughs> <laughs> that's been the that's kind of like the national motto of the last couple of years right? it is it we is should, we should just turn our entire society lives economy off uh, because in theory it might it might save some people's lives and as we see that's very difficult to do when you look at all the approaches from around the world, there doesn't seem to be any that have actually, quote unquote, worked, right? I mean, you can find real lockdown societies that have lower death rates. You can find certain societies that have done absolutely nothing and have higher death rates. But generally speaking, I mean, the idea that Europe was so evolved in the middle of this COVID stuff and did all these things the right way when we did them the wrong way, and they have the same or worse death rates than we do. Uh, you know, I mean, it, maybe it seems like it's not all about this moral struggle. Maybe it's a virus and it just does things and we have to learn to live with it the best that we can and try to come up with ways to fight it. Or we could use this to zombify people. Or, yeah. And uh, make sure that they understand the government is here to help. Yeah. And if it will just save <laughs> one life, mm. that it's all worth losing your freedom. Why don't you have the app? You know, the one thing that's not on this app that I'm surprised uh, is uh, that you have to watch like the prime minister and then you'll be quizzed at the end of the day. Mm. That's what's on the Chinese app like this. You have to you have to read the words of uh, the dear leader and uh, and you have to answer questions during the day. And if you don't, your social score goes down. So, I mean, it is absolute indoctrination. You have to read it every day and answer questions. That's incredible. And, of course, it's exactly what you'd expect from the Chinese Communist Party. You'd expect it a little bit less, I guess, out of the British uh, uh, government, but also less out of ours. And that seems to be the way it's playing out. We just keep following them down these roads, right? We, We don't have this, thankfully, at this point. But... Uh, we have to stop it or it will come. You know, I mean, you you, you talked I, about the whole, the grain of rice inside your skin. I mean, uh, your, the Apple Watch does almost all the things you're talking about. Right? Yeah, but you can take the Apple Watch off. Yeah. Um, here's the... Uh, here, but you're, you're choosing it either way. You're choosing it, yeah. Uh, I, I, was, uh, I was in Mexico and... 
I ran into this woman who escaped from China mm-hmm. through Vietnam. This is such a typical Glenn Beck vacation story. I know, like, I know. what do you mean? I went. To, what, you go to a beach and you relax and you have a drink or a bunch of food, and then you go back and enjoy your family. You it's not meet, the way it happens. Like, people who've escaped regimes. I don't know how it happens, <laughs> but it does. It does. I'm like a magnet for mm-hmm. these people, and uh, uh, she was. She lives in Mexico now because she doesn't trust America. I mean, think That's of that quite a statement. And she's like, you, you, you guys don't understand. You don't understand what's coming. She said everything that they're doing right now, I've seen before. I've seen it in China. And it's coming. And she is she is so convinced that uh, her and her family could be killed by the Chinese in Mexico. She gave me something to give to President Trump. And uh, I said, you know, you could send it. It'd probably get to him faster. She's like, oh, no, no, no. No, I don't want anything coming from me. She on it. She put a fake name. She told me to tell a fake name. And she's like dead serious. She's lived it. And she's like, it's coming. It's coming. And uh, America, you should wake up. The first pill to... Uh, wake up if you'd like to is the great reset it comes out next week you probably be able to get it by this weekend uh, if you order now wherever books are sold the great reset my latest book it comes out again next tuesday when was the last time you felt really good i mean really good when you could hop out of bed in the morning you know feeling like a million bucks ready for whatever the day brought you if the answer is I don't really remember. Then you should check out Relief Factor. I can relate. Let me tell you about Relief Factor. It was created by doctors to help your body reduce inflammation. And that is the major source of most pain. It has four key ingredients that each work together with your body as it fights against the, uh, the uh, effects of aging and exercise and everyday living. I take Relief Factor every single day. It has made an enormous impact on my life. Right now, they're offering the three-week quick start developed for you at only $19.95. It's a dollar a day. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. That says a lot. ReliefFactor.com. Call 800-4-RELIEF. 800-4-RELIEF to get the 1995 three-week quick start developed just for you. Again, relieffactor.com or call 800, the number four, relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. The Glenn Beck Program. another thing about so them. did you did you uh you saw the matrix i did because you mm-hmm. said the pill thing at the end of your last one mm-hmm. and it set me off because i oh, I, i've been listening to it for four minutes now i suffered through watching this awful matrix sequel uh-huh it was terrible and they're all terrible the first one was good and all the sequels are terrible and it comes first of all you have to realize 
I like Keanu Reeves. I like a lot of things about him. I like the way he treats people in real life. Mm -hmm. I like the fact that he seems to be somewhat down to earth and like really cares about like doing legitimate shooting drills. He's like amazing with with a gun. Yeah. Uh, Also, he's not a good actor. Like, can we be honest about the fact that Keanu Reeves is not good at this this profession he is currently involved in? He just goes, whoa, like 900 times in every movie. And he's not good. These movies are not good. And, well, and and beyond that, there's too many pills. Everywhere, the, everything on the internet is like I I I red pilled them, I blue pilled them, I orange pilled them, I yellow. What do these pills even mean? I stop. Why does the Matrix get all of this cultural relevance, where every every debate gets to be uh, summarized by what color pill we're taking? It was it was an okay movie from 20 years ago that has spawned nonstop terrible sequels. Stop giving it relevance. Well, I will tell you this: the movies that I did not think would go into perpetual sequels mm-hmm. uh, would probably be Fast and Furious, yeah, which is uh, The Matrix and mm-hmm. uh, John Wick. John Wick. I mean, I like John Wick movies. I I like him because he's really, I mean, the, you know, he can really shoot. Yeah. Um, But uh, they're ridiculous, but in a fun way, kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's, they're now in production for five. John Wick, five. Four is coming out soon. Five is in pre production. Uh huh. Uh huh. It starts with the premise of stealing his car and uh, somebody killing his dog. And we've got five movies out of that. <laughs> five. I, 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 I honor his ability to bring in the cash with this stuff. Oh, yeah. Can we? No. Please. No, we have to. I mean, because I think he would. He's cool enough to be, you know, clear. Nah. I'm really not a good actor. I'm good at marketing. <laughs> and, you know, I look good in black, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it's a scam. It's a scam. <laughs> a good scam. It's a good scam. Nobody gets hurt by it. Mm-hmm. Except uh, the poor dogs. They keep getting killed. <laughs> no, there was only one. There was only one. This is the Glenn Back Program.